our royalty-free intro music. But only the other media is paying attention, you know we hit it big. Welcome to Panther Puri, the podcast where we're supposed to talk Panthers hockey, but sometimes we don't. Thank you, Armando. Thank you, Ed Rivers. Alex Lopez, Jake Langsam, and TJ Peterson. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our first ever Panther Puri live from the infield. I am your host, Jake. I'm your host, Jacob Langsam. Here with me, as always, are my co-hosts, TJ Peterson and Alex Lopez. I point in the wrong direction. <laughs> uh, we have a couple of special guests in the house today. Number one from Florida Hockey Now, Mr. George Richards is in the house. We also have our lovely producer, Erica. Yeah. yeah. And I just want to thank everyone who uh, who came out uh, to see us today. So, uh Unfortunately, not the greatest game to talk about today, though. Uh, Panthers down 3-1 in the series, uh, taking a bit of a trouncing from Boston, uh, losing 6-2. But on the plus side, the power play finally scored a goal in the postseason for the first time in two years. Yeah. scored one goal last. Close So they're now two for their last 40 or something. Yeah, right? So, yeah, they're, they're, they're two for in the last two years. Um, so yeah, not 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 overall the best game. Sergey Bobrovsky gets his first start uh, since March as well. Uh, I I personally don't think that I, I I'm not sure I blame him for the result of the game, but I also wouldn't credit him for. There, Alex, I know you have a few things to say about that. So, I mean, when your goalie's job is to stop the pucks, he should stop and. In the playoffs, make some saves he's not supposed to make, and Bob didn't do that. I mean, he didn't really have any goals that he should have stopped today, but he didn't stop any he needed to stop. And when you're playing the reigning President's Trophy winner, a team that set the record for points in a season, even though they're missing their two top centers, you got to be better than that. You got to be better. And Bob wasn't the switch to, from Lion to Bob didn't tri- trigger anything. Didn't impact the game. And, yeah, now the Panthers are down 3-1 and facing elimination right in the face. Yeah, as you could probably see in the first couple of games, goaltending wasn't going to make or break what was going on because they didn't score a goal in the first two periods. They didn't score a goal in the first 55 minutes, if I remember right, game three. No no goaltender is going to solve that problem. And tonight they scored their first goal in the game more than halfway in. Only scored a couple of goals. This this is a team that does not win two one. So they they have to score at least three goals to win a game. That didn't happen in either home game. So there's going to be problems. And goaltending isn't really the root of any of the team's issues. But Bob didn't play great either. Ryan, of course, had soft goals. He let in game one. He had a soft goal in game three. Soft goal in game two, arguably too. But overall, they're not winning or losing based on goaltending. Maybe one or the other will pull a W out of their behind PG for the for the crowd here at the infield, even though they said we can curse. That, that's really the only way I think that goaltending is going to make a difference if, is if one of those goalies steps up and is just stealing a game, otherworldly. But other than that, goaltending's here or there for them. Like, they have so many other issues that come first. I just wanted to get a feel from the panel here. Uh... Because that 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 little squeaker of a goal where the whistle went, uh, but the puck was already kind of on its way in, uh, that's been kind of a hot button issue in these playoffs to this point. 
the Panthers got a goal like that in game three out of Sam Reinhardt. Uh, but then last night you have Graydon Point basically doing the same thing and getting it pulled back. How do we feel about that little squeaker that uh, where the whistle blew, but the goal was still called a good goal? Whistle blows the stop. Um, I don't know. I think that at the end of the day, Bob did not know who that puck was. Bob told us post game that, um, that yo, I'm using two mics. Hey, hey, everybody. Hey, it's good to see everybody. Welcome to the infield. Uh, tip your servers, whatever. Um, Bob said after the game that. He didn't know where the puck was. That was obvious. He was being told that he had it under his arm, so that's why he stood still so it wouldn't drop. Meanwhile, it's between his legs. They pop in. Uh, the goal, it was the right thing happened. It was a goal, right? I mean, it, it, it's just one of those things. Regardless, the Panthers again chasing three out of these four games. They've been down one nothing in the first period, and they never seem to be able to react. They never seem to be able to, to get back into it. and. They end up chasing, but they did a lot of good things, and that doesn't matter. They're down 3-1 in the series, and that's all that matters, and um, the end is nigh. I mean, you got Friday, Thursday, Wednesday night and locker clean out Friday maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Not to harp too much on Sergei Bogrovsky, but one thing that I did notice was uh, his puck tracking seemed really off. Uh, he made a lot of He made a lot of big saves. Uh, he, he, made, he made some pretty some pretty solid saves, but uh, he, he seemed to be having trouble finding the puck. Yeah, well, that's what happened to him playing in a month. The hardest thing to do is track the puck when you haven't played in a game. You cannot simulate it. Not a scrimmage, not a practice. There's no drill simulating game action. Like Players can do that and you know kind of jump right in. You know, We saw Kucherov do it a couple of years ago in the playoffs. Like, guys can do that and jump in. Goalies, you need games. You need pucks hitting you with a rep and everything. Like you just can't simulate it. And Barkov had not started a game in a month, and you but saw Rossi. that. Sorry, but Roski, we're, we're gonna get to Barkov. The, the bees have been a problem for the Panthers. Period. Okay, Bennett. All right, one one of the killer bees has been good. But yeah, Bob's having trouble tracking the bug. That's what happens. You missed. Shout out, of- shout out, Sean Bergenheim. Shout out, Brad Boys. Killer bees. Brian Boyle. Brian Boyle is not a member of the Killer Bees. Your campus history is severely lacking, Jacob. I believe this. We're supposed to be a Florida Panthers podcast. Do you think you think Brian Boyle was one of the Killer Bees? My goodness. Uh, I, I think that looking back on this decision, you probably will say Paul Maurice wishes that he had stuck with Lion. I think that in general, you, you didn't really like the game for Bob. The fourth goal. You want that to be gloved instead of a, a juicy rebound to be tapped on. And don't overall, you don't want to you don't want to give up five goals. I don't think it matters. Right? I don't think it matter, matters either. But just in terms of the minutia of this decision, he probably wishes he went with Lyon. But like what? They lose four two if it's Lyon. You know, it doesn't ultimately matter. I agree with you in that sense. There are so many issues that you that you have with this game before you get to who started it goal. That. Yeah, goaltending was not the reason you lost today. Talk into the mic. Our producer Eric, everybody. Oh, I died. Right into. Oh, I'm using two. Not into the glass. No, no. Just like season. Anyway, okay. 
anyways, I think so much. I think the last maybe months, maybe three weeks of the regular season has been held up by goaltending and Alex Lyon being on a heater. I think you don't look at goaltending when you look at the reason why we lost tonight. There are so many other issues. And you look, you see the same issues in the regular season. Our defensemen have not been playing out the park. When you have players like you when you have players like Barkov, most of our lines, the line shuffling has been working. It's just it's beyond goaltending at this point. Goaltending has probably been in the last month, like in the month of April and late March, probably our best aspect. Yeah, totally. Alex Lyon is the reason that the Panthers are even in the playoffs at all. Unfortunately, goaltending has not been a boom during this series with the Bruins. And speaking of not being a boon, our captain, Alexander Barkov, kind of a detriment a little bit. He, he does a lot of his little things very well still, uh, but struggling to find his way onto the score sheet, which is a big problem uh, when you also consider that the Bruins are missing Patrice Bergeron. They're missing David Krejci. The, the people who should be problems for Barkov are not a factor in this series. And he's still... Struggling to find his way onto the score sheet. Still no points. He's got one assist, I believe, in this entire series. Um, but again, he kills every penalty. He takes every face-off. He does everything else. But I get it. I mean, this team needs offense. You've got a guy like Sasha Barkov. Um, you, you need more out of him. He's your captain and all that. But... This team's just not scoring goals. Aside from game two, when they had that six-goal output, you had two, you know, 70-foot shots from Brandon Montour. Those ain't happening anymore. Brandon Montour shoots now, and it's getting blocked. Boston is just manhandling Florida. They're blocking everything. They're clearing every rebound. Sergey Bobrovsky leaves two rebounds out there, and then Boston swoops in on them. There's not a single Florida Panther in sight to clear them up. That. Just the way it is. It's not a strong defensive team in terms of the structure. It's not a strong defensive team in terms of the six guys on the blue line, especially when Aaron Eckblad is out. You would have liked to see Lucas Carlson get rewarded for his strong season in the AHL. Good news for him is that he's going to be able to continue playing in the playoffs when the checkers get going on Friday. Uh, you know, Casey Fitzgerald is not the reason they lost the game. Nobody individually, yeah. nobody individually won. Good for him. When you lose six to two, nobody, nobody is going to be the, the sole player. Last year, goalie just has an awful game, which was wasn't the case tonight. Hey, so. Carter Verhage's here. <laughs> Carter in the house. I'm a new Panthers fan. It's all right. Gorgeous. <laughs> Gorgeous. Can I get some of that thirteen mil? Put in the hand under privileged orphans. Sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, jeez. Um, I remember my first joke. Yeah, but TJ, you're not funny enough to kill me with a joke. So, and yet that one almost has you not. Apparently, um, just. It, it, it would be nice, speaking of Verhage, he did have the game-winning goal in game two, but that's the only goal he's had this series. 
the jump that you see from him in the regular season, the Bruins have been able to step out. Uh, speaking of wingers that have really not been a factor in this series, Sam Reinhardt yet to score, and it just really hasn't been super effective. Duclair yeah. scratched today. Yeah, Duclair was scratched. I, I I disagreed with the decision because I feel like if, if the Panthers were the big favorites, I would say, yeah, Duclair's been kind of a liability defensively, but they need to maximize their potential to have a chance against this Bruins team. And at least Duclair like, can plausibly score or set up a goal with his offensive skill. Zach Dalpy is not doing it. He's not. See, I think if you're going to scratch Duclair instead of Dalpy, you go 7D, and that way you get Carlson into the game. And when you're now chasing the game, instead of Mark Stahl, who doesn't provide much offensively and you know was not good tonight, giving up the uh, – breakaway that led to the fourth goal, or was it a two-on-one? Either way, he was directly at fault for the back-breaking fourth goal. Um, you have Lucas Carlson, who you can put in there on offense his own starts and potentially get a scoring chance out of a guy who's having one hell of a season offensively in the AHL. Instead, you scratched him. Dalpy was fine. Again, he's not the reason you lost. He didn't, you know, he didn't do the crucial fourth-liner or fuck it up when it's absolutely worth time to do it, but he also didn't add anything. So... Yeah, it, it really was a net zero when you scratch Duclair tonight and didn't really get much out of Dalphy. But, again, we're way down on the reasons why the Panthers lost. Linus Allmark being outstanding in the first period, taking the first penalty of the game and then immediately giving up a power play goal. Um, Kachuk getting another penalty after the whistle. I know George disagrees with me, but I thought that was a horrendously called game from O'Rourke and TJ Luxmore, especially in that first period. Yeah, it's TJ Luxmore. Yeah, I mean, the, the officials for tonight were notorious for two things. Dan O'Rourke was Trocek, got tripped. And TJ Luxmore literally played goalie against the Panthers in the regular season game against the Rangers. It was a meaningless game, but when a ref is literally in the net for te- uh, stopping Billy Peltman from scoring because he's in the way, you're not good at your job. And TJ Luxmore continues to... Draw playoff assignments. I just don't get it. Why that, that guy? Was, yeah, that was you remember that play? Yeah, that was CJ Luxmore. He's giving TJ's a bad name. I can't stand for this. It's okay. You still have TJ. His TJ. His TJ. No, no, no. Uh, no periods. TJ. TJ, how's Mozilla? Let's remember some wide receivers for the Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> Who remembers TJ Hooker? Chad Ocho. Oh, yeah. One thing that I do think we should point out that Alex, you did kind of hit on very, very briefly, uh, but we should expand on that is the first 10 minutes of the game. The Panthers played a phenomenal half of the first period. And then oh, took I feel like a bad penalty, a questionable penalty. <laughs> It absolutely had enough all their half periods. Right. There you go. And that's how you're down 3 1 because you have half periods, not full periods or full games. Yeah. That's, that's what happened. Yeah. At least they scored two goals when they went down. An amazing thing. And then. Joe from Miramar, you're up next. <laughs> Where's Royce? Be here. First time, long time. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, no. Thanks. Exactly. I, I noticed. Uh, 
us having absolute heaters in the first period, regardless of whether we score a goal or not. And then just everything after that falls off, with the exception of game two. But we're we're starting hot, but we're not keeping that energy and that momentum. And it's honestly been really frustrating to watch. Panthers hockey in a nutshell. This is the dark days of Panthers hockey where you would be the dominant team for most of the first period, not get a goal, and then give up a cheap goal. Now, they didn't give up a cheap goal today, but they gave up a cheap power play opportunity with a – I know it was a cross-check by Colin White, but considering a lot of the stuff that they let go while the actual game was going on, to see how tightly the game was called after the whistle was really frustrating. Like, if you touched the guy after the whistle, you would go into the box, but, you know, Dmitry Orlov can grab Eric Stahl by the collar while the play is going and not go to the box. Um, uh, Bertuzzi can cross-check uh, Lomberg in the face, and it's a two-minute minor. I mean, we're in this in this series. Panthers have been intentionally hit in the face twice, and there's been one minor penalty call. Not a five-minute major, which both of them were. Not even a review today. And the refs aren't why the Panthers are down 3-1. But the way this game was officiating tonight was atrocious. Good find a way to beat the refs, too. Absolutely. Again, I, I must remind people that not all TJs are like mm. TJ Lutz It's just, it's just an anomaly. Don't, don't Google TJ. There's some other bad guys. All right. So, what are we expecting now? Florida Panthers move on to Game Five in Boston on Wednesday. Is that the end? What are we, what are we thinking? I could totally see them coming out. You know, thinking like this: our season's on the line. Kind of catching the Bruins off guard because they're going to be thinking, oh, this is a gravy game. We got this in the bag. We're going to win the game on home ice. They're going to be thinking the series is already over. And they might lose like 2-1. I would expect Alex Lyon to be in. I don't know about you guys, but... Yeah, I think Alex Lyon starts, yeah. And maybe they just dominate so much it doesn't matter. But I think that this is it not going to a game seven. Like if, if they win game five, Bruins are going to be like, Okay, we actually have to try in game six. That'll be the end. Yeah, Boston's been staying over here at Sawgrass Mills. They haven't been staying on Fort Lauderdale Beach. They do not want to come back. I think they've had their fill of the great city of Sunrise. They're done. They've been to, you know, the mall 18 different times in the past four days. They don't want to come back. They want to, they want to, they want to end the Panthers, and that's that. <laughs> I think that in service of the most heartbreaking possible ending to the series. Um, the Panthers take game five in Boston. Like TJ said, we're going to catch them off guard a little bit, maybe. Uh, and then we're going to come back to Sunrise, and Boston's going to finish out this series in front of Florida fans. And it's going to be the seemingly annual Florida Panthers heartbreak. I, I don't think it's a heartbreak when you're down 3-1. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the heartbreak is... You squeak out game five, dominate in game six, and then get your throat ripped out in game seven. But that's not happening. The, the best case scenario is you get the dead cat bounce in game five, steal it, and then, you know, you lose in game six, just like the twenty one or the 2021 series against the, the uh, Lightning, where you had um, Spencer Knight win game five here, and then you go to Tampa and get shut out in a game that was never really in doubt. Right. 
tweet. I was just setting for failure tonight. But I honestly think in the playoffs, Alex Lyon is going for the Spencer Knight arc where he just saves our season. At least we think he's going to save our season. But he's, I think Spencer Knight's job is in jeopardy. I hate to say it, to, it's not his fault. It's not his fault, but I really think Alice Lyon might end up taking Spencer Knight's role. He's got a brand new contract. Alex Lyon is getting himself a contract somewhere. It will not be here. He'll, he's going to get an NHL contract out of this. These last two weeks have earned him a spot. He was already getting a two-way deal from the Panthers just because of the way he came up and, and was respectful um, in that the first time around and played very well in Charlotte. He was already getting another another two-way deal from Florida. I think this last these last this last month has earned him a perhaps a one-way deal somewhere. He asked me a month ago or so when Lion, I don't think this was when Lion like won the six in a row or whatever, but he was like, oh, this Lions guy's playing pretty good. He's the third goalie. You think he might get an NHL deal next year? And I was like, no way. Yeah, it's not going to happen. And at this point, it's definitely going to happen. So probably well, it's, not definitely, it's not definitely going to happen. Okay. Listen, it's still a 30-year-old guy that's yeah. always played in the AHL for the most part. Yeah. But, but, he, listen, he's done enough to show NHL teams that he can handle it. It's a very short sample size. It's eight games. He was yeah. he was 6-1-1. One one. Um, he's 1-2 in the playoffs. Uh, he didn't steal anything for Florida against Boston, and, and I don't think that's going to be held against him either. But Florida cannot afford to give him a one-way contract, and somebody else will. He has to take the one-way contract. I don't care if it's in Calgary, Edmonton, Honolulu, I don't care where it is. Any one-way deal he gets, he has to take. Florida cannot invest in three one-way contracts for a goal. You're Especially then, because one of them, one of them you've got to cut. You're not going to carry three goalies starting day one, so one of them you're going to cut, you're going to lose anyway. That's so there very, you are. Yeah. That's going to be a very There's only one way that Alex Lyon is a Florida Panther next year, and that's if Spencer Knight retires. Or... Or if you find, or if you find a, a if you find if you move on from from Sergei Bobrovsky yeah. in some way somehow. Now again, everybody's going to want to talk about Sergei Bobrovsky. Let's just get it out there in the open. He's got one more year where it's fully guaranteed and everything, and, and he's got the no trade and all that. The last few years, it might be moving. Might it's still going to cost you to move you move him. So I don't know. Maybe they come to a mutual agreement. But you've got to find a you've got to find a dance partner, and I don't see that happening. I don't think anybody sees that happening. The only way that you find a buyer for Bob at this point is if you find someone who also has an equally bad contract that they want to get off of their hands. What comes to mind, and then Bob has to agree to it. Bob has to agree to it. Uh, what comes to mind that might make DJ happy is Eric Carlson, but I don't think San Jose is so keen on getting rid of him for Bob. I don't think the Panthers won Eric Quarles. He's got how many years left on his deal? Four? Too many. I think I think they might have kicked the tires on that, but maybe they were. They yeah, were, but Bob's not going to San Jose. The Panthers have their Eric Carlson. It's not as good as Eric Carlson, but it's Brandon Montour. 
The guy gave you 73 points this year. That's a valid point. He's healthier. He's younger, and he's on a $3 million deal. Like, we're all about the analytics, and that you don't need to fit a, a certain prototype, but Brandon Montour and Eric Carlson are redundant players. You don't need both of them, and you already have Brandon Montour. Who's going to ask what? Uh, yeah, no, I, I think you do have to go back to offline in game five just to kind of wrap up that question. Uh, Bob didn't give you anything tonight. Uh, again, not necessarily the reason that you lost, but also didn't help you save save uh, save the United either. And Lion, again, like you have to reward Alex Lion for getting you this far. Uh, and if Bob's not going to be able to steal you a game either, go back. Yeah, go back to the horse that got you here. I mean, the season ends with a Lion King and net. That's how it should be. The season would have ended a week ago if it wasn't for him. So you give him the shot to finish the year. So before we close out this uh, this little recap, we did want to make questions, comments, anything that uh, the field at the bar here would like to would like to say. Or yes, guy in the suit. Or never mind. They like to be Absolutely. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of TJ Maxx. I go there all the time. This shirt is from TJ Maxx. These these jeans are from what? TJ Maxx. That's not true, but the shirt is about on Twitter. TJ is such a fan of TJ Maxx that his Twitter account was temporarily suspended because he got impersonating TJ Maxx. This is accurate. My first question is from uh, this random person who I've never met before. What's your name? And it's definitely not dating Jacob. Move the mic away from me. I thought it was I thought it was better better represented by Florida fans than I would have thought. If I was a season ticket holder for the Panthers, I would have sold to the highest bidder, no problem. Um, Boston showed up. We knew that. But I thought it was going to be closer to 50-50 than it was. Um, I, I thought that this was going to be a, a Boston home game and, and, and two Boston home games, and it wasn't. And, and game, if it comes back to game six, it will be because every Florida fan is going to sell their ticket because they know how things are going to end. But my goodness, what's going on over we got here? Professionals. We got crickets. Um, I, I thought it was a good show. I, and, and you know, listen, this this I've been covering this team since 2004, 2005. Um, from where it was to where it is now, I, I think is uh, pretty impressive. I mean, because this place was uh, – talk about crickets. Florida Panthers Florida Panthers could not draw flies. I was there when they, when they decided they were going to tarp off the upper deck. I mean, they, they had curtains for the end zones. Do you remember that? It yes. looks it looked like an AHL game here, and that was not that long ago. That was when Vinny Viola first bought the team. That was 2013, 2014 when they did that. That was not that long ago. There were Tuesday night games where they were lucky to get into the triple digits. All right, next question is from a friend of the show, Alex Baumgartner, or as we call him, Bomb, because we got two Alexes, and he was first, unfortunately. So, Bomb, what you got? Unfortunately, too many Alexes. <laughs> Anytime, anywhere, Bumgarner. Panel. the most impressive player in this four game. None of the above. 
and it's been the most impressive painting so far. Brian Lombard, to be honest. He feels like the only player on the roster who comes in day in, day out, and actually gives it his all for every shift he gets called on for. Uh, got into it a little bit at the end of uh, at the end of game two. Uh, he and Trent Frederick uh, are best friends now. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say Ryan Roberts uh, has impressed me uh, the most. Although, again, like Alex was saying, it's it's kind of a low bar. Matthew Kachuk. Matthew Kachuk every shift he's doing something. I figured someone was going to say Matthew Kachuk. So I had my second answer prepared. Matthew Kachuk is the real answer, but just to be interesting, I'm going to say Sam Bennett. Because every time yeah. he's on the ice, and it might just be because he's with Matthew Kachuk, but there's a spark that's coming out of him. He, he, like he, he, he did not miss a beat, missing game one, missing so much of the regular season. He got the first goal in game two, and that was really why... That was really what kickstarted that series. Be, if that never happens, maybe we're talking oh, about four game sweep. And that, that ended up being a, you know, a comprehensive 60 minute win. They pre goal win. You know, they were up 6 to 2 in, uh, in garbage time in that game, just like the Bruins won tonight. So you know, they're, they're capable. We know that they're capable of winning another game like that. And that's kind of the frustrating thing about watching the last couple of games play out. Just you know, you're kind of getting a wet fart instead of a spark. And then, but, but Sam Bennett has done his best, I feel like. I, I, I wouldn't necessarily love him in the playoffs. The rest, it's, I feel like it's Matthew Kachak, Sam Bennett, when Alex Lyon feels like it, and then everybody else has uh, got some work to do. You know, what's actually kind of interesting about that is the three answers given so far, all former Calgary Flames. Very interesting. Calgary. I've got a question. Matt, can you go over here for a second? <laughs> <laughs> Don't do anything stupid. He's going to do something stupid. <laughs> Never mind. I got the mic taken away. Oh, okay. Uh, hey, it's awesome work here. I believe has uh, some questions off of Twitter uh, for the group. Not. So I don't really have questions. I have ask, ask the one that you showed me. Yeah. I don't think they've seen that one. Which one did I show? Yeah, that one. Yeah. What's that? Oh, that's great radio, folks. Yeah. Oh, so Here, give me the mic. Okay, I got it. So if TJ, Jacob, and Alex fight in a hell in the cell triple threat, who wins and why? And what's their finisher? Yeah, and what's the finisher? I still don't start because I was like a wrestler, but you know, I'm like a loser. Yeah. Are you supporting us? No, I'm absolutely not. I'm running out of gas. I'm running out of gas. So if you don't think you were able to do this, you're going to be able to do this. I don't think really then. Should I just do the. Neither do I. I do like. No, I know firsthand that I can take TJ in the front, so. I am also five foot eight, so like it, uh, hey, Ryan Longer's five nine. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not as as in shape as Ryan Longer though. Yeah, that that's one of my like dream content ideas. Like an off season, we just like get in the gym with Ryan Longer. Just talk about like what workouts we do. Yeah, we should we should run that by Team PR. I'm sure they would be down. Of course. All right, everyone, I think that's all for questions. So we want to give another shout out to the folks here at the infield for letting us, uh, for letting them. 
We want to thank you all for uh, thank you all for coming out, whether you came here to hear us or you not. We thing. want to thank everybody for listening. You have one last thing. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, so for for TJ Peterson and Alex Lopez, I am Jacob Langsam. All right, this, this is the note we're going to leave it on. One of our teams might be disappointing, but one of the other teams, not so disappointing. Let's go Heat. Let's go Heat. Let's go Heat. All right, we're done. Thank you, everybody.